podcast sponsor Work Matters is offering their seven pillars of faith and work, which provides a framework for how to live God's purpose in your work as a free download at their website, workmatters.org. That's workmatters.org. Hey, welcome to iWork for him this afternoon as you are listening to us all over Tampa Bay, all over the First Coast, Jacksonville, St. Augustine, Folkestone, Georgia. We're just so excited that you are tuning in this afternoon. We have got some phenomenal guests who have phenomenal faith stories to share right from their workplaces. But Martha, before we get to our stories for today, why don't you tell people something on your heart? Well, you know, one of the things that I really think is important is people are looking at the new year and thinking about what does God have in store for them this year. I just pray that um, they're really assessing their workplace, Jim, and that they're really contemplating what is it that God wants for them to be doing in their workplace. And um, one of the ways that they can get a resource that will help them with that is to sign up for our weekly blog. And it also gives the links for the last um, week's shows. So if you happen to miss a show, it's an easy way to go back and listen and be encouraged and inspired by the content of what um, we've talked about in that given week. So I just want to encourage people to go to our website, iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. And um, we have a blog um, that you can go back and read. But if you go to our subscribe section, you can actually subscribe either weekly or daily. If you are one of those people that likes to have something in your inbox every morning, um, you will get the day before show. I like the daily because I get to see the pictures and it's just one show. I love that. It's very cool. <laughs> All right. I think it's important that we remember right now, wherever you are right now, the work that you do, the work, that work matters to God. Mm. How you do your work, how you interact with the people all around you at work, all of that reflects on God. Does your reputation in your work reflect on our Father well, or does it add a certain tarnish to the shine? For me, there were many years that I didn't know that my work mattered to God. I wanted to be a good guy at work, but my temper often got the best of me and often embarrassed my father. I bring this up because of the daily struggle this is for so many Christ followers in their workplace. How do I do this following Jesus thing at work? It's a struggle, and we're all down for that struggle. You know, partnering with a company is a big deal, and their reputation is key. If you're thinking of starting your own business in 2019, I want to introduce you to one such business that will not only train you on how to be successful, but also how to be successful with God at the center of your operation. Today, we've got Scott Ramsey with Office Pride Commercial Office Cleaning Franchise with us. We also have John and Cheryl Nens. They're out of Overland Park, Kansas. They're with us as well. And we're going to be joined by a guy named Marcus out of Indianapolis a little bit later on. Scott Ramsey, welcome to I Work For Him. Good morning. It's an honor to be here. Hey, just in case you look at the clock, it's it afternoon, <laughs> but that's okay. It's been a long day. That's okay. Yes. Maybe you're just feeling that whole, you used to live in Indiana, right? That's right. So you're still in that whole central time zone thing. So that's just got you messed up. <laughs> hey, Scott, before we get to John and Cheryl, I wanted to just ask you this question. It's a new year. You've been working for Office Pride for now. How many years? 14. 14 years. So it's not just yesterday. As you look at God impacting your life in 2019, how do you plan on experiencing God in a new way? I've taken a different approach this year. Um, I'm a part of uh, CBMC's um, Men's Forum group with Dan Schock, which probably many of your listeners know. And so one thing that we did along with Office Pride is we went through the Strength Finders. 
um, with mm. Gallup. Uh, Clifton wrote that, and so um, I've been coached on that. Came up with my five strengths, and I decided this year, instead of my goals being I'm going to pray more, I'm going to read the Bible more, which are naturally a part of our goals, right? Growing spiritually. I would hope. Being more connected, et cetera. I've decided to take my top five strengths and ask God to show me how I can become better at using those in the kingdom. And so I'm kind of excited about that because it's a new approach, a new way to look at my goals uh, spiritually. So my top five, if I can say those real quick. Absolutely. Maximizer, belief, arranger, responsibility, and learner. And I always like mentioning the sixth one, positivity. So I I really want to, you know, I'm asking God, show me how I can build my goals to really make a difference for the kingdom around those strengths that you've given me, those gifts that you've given me. You know, that's such a great perspective because a lot of times we look at our weaknesses and say, what am I going to fix? Or what am I going to, you know, make it not my weakness anymore? But to hone in on what God has really designed you to be and to make that stronger, what a, what a, your, your success rate, if you want to look at it that way is going to probably be much bigger than a lot of us who try to accomplish things that we're just not wired to do. That's so true. And, you know, it, the way it was explained to me, like these glasses on my face, I see those five strengths through these lenses. It's just a natural part of who I am. Mm. But my other strengths that are lower on the on the scale or my weaknesses, I, I don't see them through those natural lenses. I have to mm-hmm. put my glasses on. I have to work at it a little bit more, and it's more of a struggle. So I want to focus on those strengths, those things that God has really gifted me to do to make a difference. Very so good. that strength finders that you went through, that pretty powerful? It was, yes. So, I mean, I know that that's out there. People could take it. I think it's like twenty nine ninety five. if I remember the last time I looked at it. That's something that can really impact somebody's life. It is. It really is. And you don't have to be part of a business to do it. You could just go online to StrengthsFinder, StrengthsFinders, and do it right there. Yes. That's fantastic. Yep. All right. Talk to me about Office Pride for just a minute before we go all the way over to Overland Park, Kansas. Office Pride has been around a lot of years already. I think it's 25 years, but I can't remember exactly the date. Into the 26th. 26 years. So I was. I was right on the numbers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... You've worked there 14 years. What is it? I mean, the, you guys are a great sponsor of, of iWork, and we're so thrilled. But what we love more than anything is you've got so many franchisees who also love Jesus, and you guys really disciple your people. You don't have to be a Christ follower to own a franchise, but you got to be willing to operate by biblical principles, which is Todd wrote that 75-page, here's how why we operate the way we operate book. Talk to me about the impact on your spiritual life as you have walked alongside Todd Hopkins as part of Office Pride the last 14 years. What's How have you seen you yourself grow spiritually? Well, it's it's been a key for me. I, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that, um, well, not embarrassed to say that I was in ministry for 19 years, but I became jaded by that to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Well, I don't even know what you mean by that because it, I've been in ministry for you know 32 years, but... You're talking pulpit ministry or within the four walls church ministry? Is that what you mean? No. no? It, it was an outreach okay. uh, to non-church, non-Christian young people. Got it. Um, but in working with various Christians, mm-hmm. uh, with various personalities, I, I became jaded by some of that. Um, and so even though in my mind, I, my relationship with God was perfect, right? <laughs> um, I, I allowed what I thought about other people's opinions uh, affect my relationship with God. So in being involved with Office Pride brought me back into focus on really needed needing to look at those biblical foundations of who I am and how I wanted to run my business and needed to run my business to be effective and really make a difference for the kingdom. And it really brought my relationship back around and helped me drop some of those defenses and excuses that I brought up through 
those times in ministry. So really, you just shifted where your ministry happened. Yes. You went from exactly. that, that outside the four walls church ministry to office pride, but you're, you've been in ministry all along. Yes, exactly. And my wife would, it reminds me of that often. I just like to remind our <laughs> listeners because there's, there's those words out there that get thrown around lay ministry. Exactly. No such thing. Yep. We're all in ministry. And there's no such thing as a parent church ministry either because exactly. it's all part of the body of Christ. It's all part of the church. Amen. Not necessarily part of the four walls church, but that's okay. Martha's shaking her head at me. She's going, Jim, get well, off the soapbox. No, but I just, I want our listeners to understand that um, no matter where you are, um, that's the point that you're trying to make is that yes. we have ministry. There is ministry outside the walls. There is ministry inside the walls, but all of that is doing the work for the Lord. Scott, yes. why don't you introduce our guest over there in Overland Park, Kansas? Well, I tell you, a fantastic couple, um, John and Cheryl Nins. Uh, from Overland Park. Actually, John and I pretty much grew up together. Uh, There was a big field between us um, where he grew up and where I grew up, but we played ball together. His dad coached many of our teams. We were in school together, grade school, junior high back then is what we called it, not middle school, (laughs) and then into high school. And from there, we we went different directions and we kind of lost track of each other, but um, got reconnected through Facebook of all things. And John and Cheryl saw some things that Carmen and I were doing through Facebook with Office Pride. And that's where the connection came back in. I don't know, John, 20, 30 years later, right? And so now they're a part of the Office Pride system, have their own business there in Overland Park. John and Cheryl Nens, welcome to I Work For Him. Hi, welcome. Thank you for having us. Cheryl, let's just start with you, because we always love to get ladies first. Thank just, you. Uh, just, how did you become a follower of Jesus? Well, it's kind of funny story. I don't have like a big monumental moment. Um, I always thought I was sort of growing up, but we weren't super religious um, churchgoers or anything. And um, I took an opportunity to travel for a while. And when I was gone, I think my parents were led to Christ. And then when I came back, I kind of saw my parents on fire for the Lord. And we were attending Calvary Chapel um, regularly. And I'm from Santa Fe, New Mexico in Albuquerque and continued to go to church there. And uh, there's a pastor there. He's a really big pastor at Calvary Chapel, Skip Heitzig. And uh, he eventually moved kind of around the same time I moved to California. And I'd already given my life, and John always laughs because I said I was baptized in the Pecos River. <laughs> um, but uh, then I had a moment. Um, Skip actually started uh, pastoring at a church right down the street from me in Dana Point. And I'll never forget the day that he was also having a baptism for his church, and I just happened to be on the beach trying to learn to surf. And so here I am out there trying to learn to surf, and here comes this pastor from my past in New Mexico. Um, and he helped me, and it was just a really cool moment that kind of like, um, I don't know if it reconstituted me or, you know, Mm. really got me back on fire to be with here. This pastor was out surfing with me and helping me. And so since then, I've been a big follower. So uh, probably since 1996. Mm, Very cool. Love that. John, what about you? How'd you become a follower of Jesus? Well, I'm celebrating my 50th year of uh, being uh, a Christian, accepted Christ when I was seven years old. Uh, was raised in a Christian family, so it's just kind of been natural to me. But I remember when I was seven, one of the few things that I remember from my seventh <laughs> year of life was accepting Christ as my Savior. So, mm. yeah, it's, it, I'm, I'm giving away my age, but uh, this is my 50th. Uh, That's okay. We year. we embrace our 50s. That's right. 50s, the 50s <laughs> the new 30, I think, or something like that. Is, so. Or something like that. Okay. So, John, 
Um, Scott said that you guys grew up together. Which part of the country were you in when you grew up together? So we grew up together in Terre Haute, Indiana, and uh, I think we we met each other in, in grade school and elementary school, and then we started playing uh, sports together in uh, bitty basketball and, and little league. So lots of good times there. And uh, Scott, um, much better athlete than me, so I always looked up to him as an athlete. Now I look to, up, up to him as a Christian business owner. But one funny story is that uh, we didn't find out till years later that we dated the same girl in high school. We'll call her Debbie because that was her name. But um, <laughs> it's just a funny that now we realize. Were you dating her at the same time? Or... Oh, I don't, I don't think it was the same time. I think it was the same girl, though. And uh, uh, I just, it was funny that, you know, 40 years later we find out, wait, wow, we, we dated, you dated Debbie. Wow. That's nice. <laughs> I, hope it was, I hope it wasn't at the same time. Well, at, at our wedding, we actually had three of Martha's ex-boyfriends on the stage with us because they were my three of my friends. So it, it's we get that that whole shared experience thing. It's it's all right. All right. So Cheryl, I want you to tell us how did you and John meet? How did how did this whole blessed union happen? Uh. Well, we worked together. Um, I was living out in California and got transferred with Ford Motor Company. Um, so John worked for Ford out of college, and then I worked for Ford out of college, and not the same year. Uh, and I got transferred to Detroit, Michigan, and met him. And uh, he was in a different department, and you know, he was an officer or not an officer, but you know, a higher up manager. And uh, we just had like a real attraction. He was really nice. And funny story about us is. He um, knew all the janitors' names, and so did I. I talked to them and said hello, and and it was just something like when we were in a meeting, you know, he said hello to the janitor, and I thought that was impressive out of, you know, all the thousand people in the building, how many actually talked to the janitor, and John was one of them. And so from there, we just um, had a connection and met, and he was the first one um, of all my dates that asked me about my faith and and if I was a follower of Christ on our first date. Mm -hmm. And one of Todd Hopkins' greatest books, The Janitor. So, which is all about people interacting with the janitor. I don't know if you guys know. Have you read that one of Todd's, <laughs> The Janitor? Yes, we have. I was just checking. As franchisee <laughs> owners, I think you have to. Or at least they're, they're going to go read it tonight. No, I'm just kidding. Right. So, so um, thank you so much for sharing because it gets us a chance to get to know you guys a little bit better. So tell us about the path that God took you on to becoming an Office Pride franchise owner. Well, I'm gonna let John take this one because uh, it's through Scott. So, um, just to be just to be clear, we are a faith-based um, business and also a female-owned business. So Cheryl is the majority owner of our business, so we are female-owned. Which is um, why she just said, "Here, John, you talk. I'm in charge. Here's the phone. <laughs> I'm the boss. I'm, I'm I'm director of operations. She's the owner. So, um, anyway, I I think Scott mentioned it earlier. Um, we were on. I follow Scott on Facebook just to stay in touch with what he's doing, and I always looked up to him as a business owner and as and a, as a Christian. So I always follow him, see what's going on. Just you know, measuring myself against him, I always come up short, but that's okay. But uh, do you still have your hair? A lot, lot of good feedback on his business through um, through Facebook about um, Office Pride, and and I. 34 years in the corporate world was ready to kind of pursue something on my own. And as we looked through many franchises, I think Scott's um, testimony uh, about uh, office pride 
really was a big influence influencing factor mm-hmm. besides some of the business things about invest lower lower investment and those kinds of things uh led me to uh to consider office pride and then uh, Cheryl when she looked at it with her great business mind thought it was it was a good thing to do when you look well I was going to say you you say you look up to Scott in a lot of ways and and, and Scott um I'm looking at you you've lost all your hair John do you still have your hair yeah, that's one of the few things I have up over Scott is so, like all so my hair. Scott is not, Scott is looking so. up to you in that way. So just yes. so you know, yeah. Uh, but, but you can look at you can look at his biceps, and they're much larger. <laughs> He's got long sleeves on today because it's cold here in Florida. It's like fifty nine or something like that. So just horribly you cold. To wear the winter clothes. That's, yeah, that's right. we, we had to wear we had to wear light you know jackets today. All right, let's talk about Jesus a little bit in this franchise. We're talking today with John and Cheryl Nens. They're in Overland Park, Kansas. They're Office Pride franchisee owners in that area. And you can find out if you are curious by this whole conversation and you've been thinking about starting your own business, this may be a place for you to check it out. There's office pride franchise uh, uh, opportunities all over the country, officepridefranchise.com, officepridefranchise.com. And right here in our listener area, Scott, there's opportunities still branded in St. Pete, right? Exactly. Okay. And as well, there's still room for more in Jacksonville as well as St. Augustine and Folkestone, Georgia, right? That's right. But I want to put a little shout out for the I Work For Him listeners, because um, it as listeners, you have been responding to this um, opportunity. And we're just excited to see how people that already are engaged in the conversation about living out their faith in their work are getting to join with the Office Pride culture and really get to experience that for themselves. So way to go, I Work For Him listeners. Yes. Keep it up. Do you want to make that announcement about Jacksonville yet or not yet? They're officially signed. Well, then we'll make the announcement. Um, the, the Hughes family, they're starting in Jacksonville. Um, they'll be in classroom for their first training uh, this Monday. And then they'll go right back and kick their business off. Well, so, Jacksonville, look around your offices. If you see that you could use some help in your cleaning or you want to um, give a new opportunity out there, be listening and be watching for Office Pride in your area. Yes, definitely. John and Cheryl. John, let me just ask you. No, Cheryl, I'm going to ask you this question. Okay, so okay. John says you're the owner, so you had to make this decision. When you looked at <laughs> Office Pride, and I'm sure you guys are looking at lots of different business opportunities, but you're looking to Scott and Carmen and going, well, this is what they're doing. How big was the Office Pride's faith component, that part of your decision going, mm, we could go here, we could go there, we could make money here, there, but Office Pride has this faith component. How big was that as part of your decision-making process? Oh, it was huge. I think that is what kind of tipped over the scales. Um, I said we have actually three, two, three two-year-olds, not just the company, but um, at the same time, we the year that we opened the company, we had um, twins, and oh, they were wow. born eight weeks early, and they were in the NICU. And so um, we went through that period of making sure, like, are our children going to be okay, and are they going to develop correctly and get out of the hospital and all the beeps and mm-hmm. things that go off when you have babies in the NICU for six weeks. Um, and then it was raising them at home, and I think at, at that point, John and I were trying to um, – relook at our life like okay do we want to constantly be at the corporate ladder and stuff and so is was it to stay at home or I, I've always been a worker I've had my first job at 13 and so it's like I kind of wanted to do something and when he found this it was that okay the God thing and then 
all right, let's give our hands up to God and, and pray over it. And as we prayed and kind of looked through it as a family, we really figured this is something that was knocking on our door and aligned with our family values and something we could do with our girls. And now it's afforded us, um, yeah, we do work some nights and kind of check on our cleaners, but we get to spend a lot of mornings and time during the day with them and get to raise them that we wouldn't be able to do if it wasn't for mm. office pride. It's amazing. we got lots more of the story for John and Cheryl Nenz out of Overland Park, Kansas. Stay tuned to I Work For Him. Talking about, well, we're really talking about living out your faith in your work. And today, while you, some people listening are thinking about, boy, you know, I've always wanted to own my own business. I I really want to work with my hands. I really want to work with people. Tired of machines all day long. That's why we want to make sure you know about the opportunity with Office Pride Franchise. You can check it out online, officepridefranchise.com, officepridefranchise.com. We've got Scott Ramsey in his studio with us today, and we've got John and Cheryl Nenz with us out of Overland Park, Kansas. Before we go back to Kansas, Scott, talk to us about, there's lots of people thinking fresh ideas in 2019. Maybe they're thinking about retiring early and they want to do something totally different. And retiring early just means going into second stage two or whatever it may be. Who should consider becoming an Office Pride franchisee? Uh, those who, this is kind of generic maybe, but I'll, I'll specify it. But those who have a dream mm. or a mission in life that they really want to see fulfilled. And so we're looking for people who want to be able to start, grow, scale, and use their business to be able to reach or accomplish a dream and some great goals in their life. So one thing that we start out with when we have somebody that's interested in being a franchisee is what is your dream? What is your vision for your life? Where do you want to be? Matter of fact, one thing that really threw me off when I first talked to Todd, the owner of Office Pride, he, I, I said, Todd, what are our next steps? What, what do I need to do? And I'm looking for these business steps and mm-hmm. goals. And he said, well, what's your dream? what's my dream? (laughs) And so Carmen and I really started dreaming and believe it or not, we're living our dream. Now we have our business back in Indiana with Marcus running that for us as our GM and the whole team there. And Carmen and I are down here in Florida uh, living our dream. This was one part of our dream to be able to help others make a difference and not be tied down with our business, but allow the business to work for us. How big was that, you know, how big is the decision? I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are listening to this show that are Christ followers that are going, but I want to be associated with a franchise that's going to encourage me to live out my faith in my work. I'm a faithful, I work for him listener. I know that God wants, loves and cares about my work. How much encouragement will they get being part of the Office Pride team to live out their faith in their work? I may seem a little biased, but I think we have one of the support, one of the best support systems in franchising. The support that we give to our franchisees, the training, um, we'll go on site, uh, we'll take phone calls. We don't get bothered by that. And the other franchisees want to help each other because of the culture that's produced within the system, within Office Pride. And so you get a lot of help from each other, a lot of encouragement. And we don't want anybody out there to feel like they're on their own. And what's my next step? And what am I going to do now? Um, it's, you know, we'll help with that all along the way, each and every step if we need to. Mm. to help them be successful. And I think that's so intriguing for our listeners to hear that there's that kind of an opportunity. And again, we're talking with Office Pride um, with Scott Ramsey, who is um, representing Office Pride from the um, the 
I don't know, the big umbrella standpoint today, I guess. But you also are a franchise owner. Certainly. And then today we have um, John and Cheryl Nens, and they're in Overland Park. And, um, Kansas. Kansas. And one of the exciting things is being able to take that, what you were just talking about, um, that Office Pride really has to offer in the area of training and equipping. And Cheryl, I just want you to share with us what kind of training did you really experience from Office Pride that helped you guys to be successful franchise owners? Yeah, we received uh, quite a bit of training from Office Pride and a lot of support. So um, they have you come down for like kind of an orientation day. So you really kind of get to see them and uh, they put you in contact with a lot, of, a lot of other franchisees. So you can ask questions and kind of discover. Mm-hmm. And then once when you decide to sign on and you get past the discovery, you go down to the initial uh, training, which is next week, I think, for the Jacksonville new franchisee. And you're there for a week and you kind of learn the how-tos of the business and uh, how you run it. And and while you're there, there are either new franchisees there or sometimes there's uh, franchisees that are coming back to retrain or they have general managers. So you have a little bit of a breadth of people that have been in the business for a while Mm -hmm. and people that are brand new. So you kind of get to your peer group right away. Um, And then following that, um, they send someone down and they do a week of sales training. So they set up calls for you already. So you kind of have like a book of business or people to call uh, right out from the get-go. So you're not doing it on your own. And then so they're going beside you and helping you and your business start it up for the first week. And then they even come back later and do an orientation week and kind of show you like, okay, now this is how you, you know, run the business and some, you know, key things like, oh, maybe you should use this vacuum or this, you know, just to make the place more efficient. So, and then they also have um, vision groups or best practice groups. So it's a way that we can connect and really support each other um, and continue our training. So lots and lots of training. Um, And then Carmen came, Scott's wife, she even came as our orientation trainer and that she's a former franchisee and corporate. Um, She's a really great training dynamo. She showed us a lot of things, anything from employee, you know, best practices to how to run our schedule better. Um, It was so valuable to have that training and support. And and I've heard that the annual meetings that get together are really like where everybody gets together, all the franchisees try to get together and where it is, it's like a big worship service. Mm -hmm. I I mean, that's what I've heard that it's just incredible. People sharing stories and lots of praying going on. Have you guys enjoyed those annual meetings? Yes, we've been to two now and um, they also have regional um, small meetings in the beginning. So you have your annual retreat and then a mid-year review too. And that's an opportunity to really get back on fire for the business and on fire for God. We had um, some speakers that are just astounding that you would think that you were going to a church retreat um, and it was just really powerful. That's nice. All right, let me ask John a question here. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, John, if you want to add to that. Phil Wickham, Phil Wickham, a gospel singer, good Christian music. I listen to Christian music, and Phil Wickham, I listen to him all the time. And lo and behold, we show up to the uh, the annual uh, Office Pride meeting, and he's the special guest singer. And it's, it was just amazing, the worship service that we had uh, mm-hmm. led by Phil, Phil Wickham. Hey, we're talking with John and Cheryl Nens in Overland Park, Kansas, about them being living out their faith and their work as Office Pride franchisees. And I'm going to ask John a tough question here in a second, but I want to make sure you guys check it out online. If you've been thinking, uh, you and maybe a spouse or you and maybe a, a couple of friends, you're thinking about getting into business together, whatever it may be, and you really, but you want a franchise that's going to encourage you to live out your faith and your work, to live out every day so you could say, I work for him. 
OfficePrideFranchise.com, OfficePrideFranchise.com. All right, John, as the operations manager, I think is what you called yourself, or a super operations guy, or, you know, Superman guy, or whatever it was, <laughs> what are some of the challenges that you're facing running this franchise? Well, um, I guess the challenge is uh, probably a challenge that all small businesses are having are uh, just getting people to come to work for us. Mm. Uh, Overland Park, Kansas uh, resides in Johnson County, and our unemployment rate is of around 2.3%, oh. which means we have full employment. Yeah. So it's, it's difficult to get people to come to work, it's especially it, it's night work. So a lot of these jobs are second jobs, uh, which is mm-hmm. great. And the flexibility is great for them. So it's not as difficult as probably daytime work. Nighttime works a little bit better because it's oftentimes it's their second job. But it continues to be an issue because at uh, pay scale around here is from ten to twelve dollars an hour. Uh, there's a lots of ten to twelve dollar an hour jobs. So we're competing with them. The good news is I'm only operations, but Cheryl is actually doing all the hiring. So she finds the right people and does amazing things to to tell them about the Office Pride franchise. But one thing that I've observed that she's not going to talk about, but at the end of every interview that she does with employees, she says a prayer and prays with them and prays for guidance because they haven't really made a decision yet. And I think that makes a a huge impact on them, even if they aren't a Christ follower. It's Mm -hmm. it's a a great way to start out a relationship to end, end the interview with a prayer. And she does that every time. And I'm not sure I could do it every time because some of the people, you're just like, okay, you're never going to work here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to pray. But but you really need to pray about that too, right? (laughs) I do. (laughs) Yeah, maybe you do. Cheryl, Cheryl, let me ask you that question. So whoever told you to pray with your people that you interview? Um, Well, I think I got it from maybe Office Pride. I don't know if it was about the prayer, but I know there was someone that said that uh, you need to pray pray before you go in for a sales call, and I'm not always Mm -hmm. great at that. But then I was having a real struggle um, interviewing and talking to some of my people, and so I kind of gave it up to God, and and it was something that I thought of and said, you know, instead of praying for just the sales calls, I should probably pray for these employees, whether they stay with me or not. Hi. I love that. That's fantastic. Prayer is such a powerful component. Really, it is the number one component for Christ followers in the workplace is to to pray. So I, I love the fact that you guys are incorporating that. Cheryl, what would you say your biggest challenge is as, as a Christ following franchisee owner with Office Bride, OfficeBrideFranchise.com? What's your biggest challenge on a day-to-day basis? What's the biggest stretch of your faith? Um. Well, John already touched on the employees, which I think every small business, but I think a lot um, is making time for everything. I think that's not unique to just Office Pride, but, uh, you know, as a mom, I want to be there for my family and and then for my employees, I want to make sure that I'm meeting their needs. And then also, do we have enough time, uh, quiet time to spend with the Lord and and then giving back and serving? And, And that's something that is on our goal list this year is to get out more and serve. I think... Um, as I stated, I have three two-year-olds, um, a company that's only two years old, and then uh, two twins that are two years old. We haven't had a lot of time in those two years to really give back as much as we want. Um, so we've been fortunate that uh, one of our very first customers is the Salvation Army, um, and we have been serving them since our very first, one of our very first customers, and then we have been giving back to them, and whether it's in bell ringing or helping them at Thanksgiving or even um, doing a little extra effort um, 
to clean their building in places that they need. So we've been giving that back, but we would like to reach out and continue to give back to our community. Mm. You know, that's so fabulous because a lot of people think, well, they're my client. I do work for them and they pay me, but looking at them for who, what they're doing on a, um, for your community as well is a great way for you to give back. So real quickly before we end this segment, just talk to us briefly about how you daily prepare yourself spiritually for living out your faith in what you guys are doing there at Office Pride. Well, you know, I think a lot of it is to start out that moment of quiet time and really reflect and go before God and ask him to prepare yourself for the day. And, you know, as you go through the day and life gets in the way and gets stressful, like pause for a moment and Mm -hmm. give up and um, think first, God, how would you handle that? And so sometimes when I get a little stressed, that's what I do is take a breath. And uh, Mm. we don't have a lot of time for our quiet time because we normally have two screaming babies that wake up right away. Yes. Um, That's amazing. And then... And then sometimes uh, in the evening when we are preparing for quiet time, we will need to go out and help an employee or something. But I've seen John, let me brag on him. But um, I'm going to let you brag on John when we come back from the break. Okay, great. We don't want him to get too big of a head. You're listening to (laughs) I Work. Remus Martha and I are talking all things Office Pride today. We've got people that are Office Pride franchisees from Tampa, Terre Haute, Indiana, and Overland Park, Kansas, on the line with us right now. We really just want to, we're trying to draw attention to this. Because if you guys are thinking about starting a business and you're going, well, where do I go to find a franchise that will encourage me to live out I work for him? Well, Office Pride is one of those places. In fact, some of our listeners from Jacksonville, Florida are opening up their own franchise in Jacksonville, the Hayes. They're starting next week getting trained. Right, Scott? That's did I, right. Did yes. I say it right? Hughes. Yep. Hughes. Hughes. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. I apologize, go. Mr. and Mrs. Hughes. I apologize. And we will have you on air one day, just so you know that. Okay, so uh, we're going to go back to Cheryl Nens in Overland Park, Kansas. Cheryl, you wanted to brag on your husband for just a second, and but I had to stop because we had, went to break. Go ahead. Oh, it's okay. Well, it was just, you know, as you're starting out the business, John was working um, at a corporate job at Hallmark during the day and then coming back at night helping support the business. And we had a situation, um, sometimes happens in this business, where a cleaner locked himself out of the facility and had his keys, you know, locked in the facility so he couldn't get in his car. And John went out and, you know, it's your first thought is like, oh, I'm aggravated. I'm going out there. And he got out there and here is this you know, kid who was just devastated by the mistake he made. Mm -hmm. And he was probably a little low point. And um, John was able to, you know, kind of get him and say, it's okay. And let's, let's continue like real servant's attitude and help him finish up and clean up that night. But he found out a lot about him where he was just kind of struggling. He was living far away from his parents and didn't feel like he had a real support system. And so John was able to stop and kind of take a moment with him and even pray with him and kind of say like, Hey, we're here for you and we're your support system. Him. And it really made a positive impact and just like changed his whole attitude. You could see like his spirit was lifted that night. That is ministry. That is why you guys run a business street called Office Pride Commercial Office Cleaning. People can find out more how they can own an Office Pride franchise online, officepridefranchise.com. Scott Ramsey, you own an Office Pride franchise in Terre Haute, Indiana. Yes. I have no idea where Terre Haute, Indiana is, but it's near Indianapolis, right? Sort yes. of? It's in on the Indiana-Illinois border, three hours south of Chicago, and it's where Larry Bird went to college. Oh, that's why that name sounds familiar. Larry Bird, he played for some team in Boston, right? They wear green all that's the time. Right. Okay, we don't really care. Okay, so, <laughs> all right, so seriously, talk to me about 
Well, you've got somebody calling in that's on your team that actually runs your team because you're down here in Florida, obviously on vacation. You should see the tan he has. <laughs> He's on vacation all day long here in Florida. Go ahead and introduce your teammate. Marcus. Marcus Rogers uh, came to us um, and he was thrown into the fire. Um, so about a probably four or five months earlier, we actually hired a, a gal by the name of Barbara or Barbie, as we know her, Rogers. Uh, sounds familiar last name, his his mother. And she kept recommending her kid, this Marcus guy. It's like, okay, yeah, whatever. You know, we'll, we'll run him through the system. We'll interview, you know, all that kind of stuff. We interviewed some great candidates, totally qualified, um, probably some of them overqualified. And you know what? We just, when Marcus came through with the interviews, uh, we just had this sense that he was the person. Uh, we hired him. Three weeks later, we moved to Florida. He had no background in the commercial cleaning industry hmm. other than working with a company that did some supply work for him. But he has torn it up. He is doing a great job. And so he's been running this business with us down here. Marcus Rogers, welcome to I Work For Him. And hello. How's everybody doing? <laughs> we're doing great. And we're, we're glad to have you on. Maybe one day we'll be able to do a whole show with you. But Marcus, I just want to work for Scott Ramsey. But, you know, as he just he hired you, then hung you out to dry. <laughs> Uh, you know, in Terre Haute, Indiana. Talk to me about how working at this and managing this Office Pride franchise has helped grow, stretch and grow your faith. Oh, well, to me, it's all about fellowship and, and having the opportunity to, to mentor. And uh, I had just a little bit of time with Scott, but I really picked up a lot from him, whether he knows this or not or wants to admit it. But just being with him for just a short time, I really saw Scott. um I guess his drive to be a mentor with our, like our leadership team and, and a few of our different um, uh, team members who were, you know, really a big part of what we do. And uh, that got me excited because I could see the excitement he got from that. And with me and my pet background, um, I've always looked for those opportunities. So with me, it just, it, it was almost like just walking right in, obviously completely different industry than what I'm used to, but as you, as you know, sometimes you either sink or you swim, and I decided I wanted to swim, and I wanted to be um, that person for the, for not just the company, but for my for my people that work with me on the team. And uh, to me, it's really helped me grow my faith and in, in a way where I can kind of reflect on my week. Um, really, every night I reflect on, did, did, was I a positive influence? Was I uh, there for this person as a human? Mm-hmm. And not just as a manager, obviously, there's things you have to do in a business. Some things are fun. Some things aren't fun. We, we know that. But to me, I always reflect as the hum, human element. And um, when I first was interviewing for the position, I felt that human element just from interviewing, just talking about the role, talking about the business. So talk to us about with your employee, your team that seems so important to you. How has your faith been able to be a blessing to them? Give us one specific oh. example. Yeah, well, it, to me, you're obviously going to have uh, some. You're always going to have some issues, obviously, with <laughs> it, whether it's with a customer or with it, it's just internal. To me, I've always had an open, basically, an open communication policy. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to talk to me, even if it's something that they, you know, I can tell when people are struggling, um, and you know, and, and vice versa. You know, people can usually read somebody. To me, I feel like they have a comfortability where they know they can come talk to me. 
And if it's something that maybe doesn't seem, they probably think, well, it's probably going to matter to him what, what I think about this. But I tell them, and I tell them this every week, every time I, we have our, our leadership meetings and things like that, I tell them I do, I do care. I want to know your feedback because to me it, it's important. It's important to know how are you feeling about a job. So, uh, you know, we've had um, employees who've, um, I think, bottled things up maybe a little bit. And then I can tell that. So I, I'm open about it. I say, hey, can, let's sit down and talk. Let's mm-hmm. talk for, if it's just five minutes, if it's just ten minutes, open your heart up for me, and I'll do the same. I, it, it's, it's, it's important to me that there's a relationship with yeah. your employees. Your, not only like to say employees, team members, because it's a team environment. And I think it's important, you know, and I think that's how Christ, would, that's how Christ led. And Absolutely. that's how I feel like, and that's how I feel like, I should reflect that. And like I said, at the end of the day, I get home, I go to bed and I think about those things. I think about every, every conversation I had and I make sure, you know, if I fell short somewhere, because I'm not perfect, if I fell short somewhere, I'm going to work on that. I'm Excellent. going to improve. Marcus Rogers, we appreciate just giving us a little, little uh, picture of what's going on in Terre Haute, Indiana, and in Office Pride franchise there. Next time we'll bring you back and keep you on a little longer, but thanks for calling in today, Marcus. Hey, no problem. Hey, appreciate it. All right. Back to John. John Nens in Overland Park, Kansas. John, you you know, being a, an Office Pride commercial office cleaning franchise owner, that's not your first career. Talk talk to me about what where did you start off right out of college and, and how did that lead you to Office Pride? I mean, do you have to be twenty five to start one of these franchisees? No, I think it's a great thing about Office Pride and all small businesses. People come from all different uh, backgrounds. Uh, one of the great things about Office Pride is they offer reduced franchise rates to those military veterans. So I think uh, if I had to do it over again, I would have went to the military first to save a little <laughs> save a little money on my franchise fee. Um, so that's just one thing we we uh, Office Pride really welcomes veterans and and, and actually extends. Um, some benefits to them because of their service to our country. Uh, my background in particular was I was 30 years a corporate executive at Ford Motor Company in, in Dearborn, Michigan. Uh, I retired from there and then moved uh, to Kansas City to work for Hallmark um, and spent four years at Hallmark. And I just actually uh, left Hallmark on December 31st, and I'm working for my wife, Cheryl, full-time, effective uh, January 2nd, 2019. Yeah, we'll have so, to ask uh, for an employee review here after you're done. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, she's not paying me much, but, you know, the benefits are good. I get a good, good dinner and a kiss every night, so we're really happy about that. Thanks for keeping that PG. Appreciate it. John and Cheryl Nens calling in from Overland Park, Kansas. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys living out your faith and your work as an Office Pride franchisee. Keep up the good work. We look forward to one day maybe being on location with you there in Overland Park in the future, but thanks for calling in today. Appreciate it. We would love that. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Scott Ramsey, question for you as we finish up the show today. Who would be a great franchisee? We've got opportunities all over Jacksonville, the First Coast, St. Augustine, Brandon, St. Petersburg. Who would be a great franchisee owner here? Well, a lot of times what we see is somebody that feels like they're stuck in a job where they currently are with middle management, or maybe they they were downsized out. And they're wondering, well, what's my next step? Mm-hmm. And so this is an opportunity for them to really look at their dreams and start setting uh, those steps to really reaching those dreams by being a business owner, 
by scaling their business to the point where they can really fulfill those dreams and goals. Mm-hmm. And if they just have questions, they can go out to officepridefranchise.com, get all the information they need, which would, is a phone number to call in, all that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of questions, frequently asked questions, stuff out there. I mean, there's a lot of information out there, isn't there? There is. Office okay. Pridefranchise.com. Officepridefranchise.com. Scott Ramsey, thanks for being in here today. Appreciate your pinch it and for Todd Hopkins. It was an honor being here. All right. Hey, check them out online if you're really thinking about something new for 2019, OfficePrideFranchise.com. You've been listening to I Work Frame with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.